Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Dive Into Diet with Lucas Schmidt. Lucas, how's it going, man? Good. We get to talk about one of my favorite food groups. And, and I don't think you're alone on this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is, is there anyone out there that has a chocolate addiction, mm. um, whether that's from all the way from your Hershey's to your delicatessens? Delicate- I don't know. Ghirardelli. Ghirardelli. Godiva. Godiva. Whatever. All the fancy chocolates. Let's get out of here. Let's We're- just go get some. I don't <laughs> yes. forget y'all. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, where, where do we even start with chocolate? Uh, where do we start? Um, let's start about how it's made. I'm not going to go too far into that because nobody cares. I just want to eat it. All right. You just be like, what can I eat? How much can I eat? But, (laughs) but I think it's kind of cool though. The, uh, cocoa bean is taken. I believe it's fermented actually. It's, they, they pull out the, the beans, ferment them. And then I, they're roasted and then broken up. It's actually very complicated. How I'm like, how did we arrive at chocolate? <laughs> well, I watched a short, uh, like a how it's made thing about chocolate. Like, how did somebody discover this? What, what did we, you know, maybe some animal was eating the cocoa plant and was like, woo. Uh, that's actually how a lot of things from South America originated. You know, the animals were eating them and people were seeing what the animals were doing after they ate them and went, I want what what they're having. Exactly. Uh, so, but. In this process, um, that I may have mixed up the order of, but that's sort of what happens. In the process, uh, cocoa butter is extracted, and then you are, have uh, cacao, raw cacao, which you've probably heard, seen it like, you go to TJ Maxx, the like health section where you buy like random honey and things like that. There's usually raw cacao powder. Put this in your smoothie. Um, in percentages, like eighty uh, percent cacao, fifty-five yeah, percent cacao. Right. When you're right. looking at chocolate bars, especially Ghirardelli, they'll put the percentage on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them do that now. I think Ghirardelli was one of the first companies to, to do that. Yeah. Most companies now should tell you what's the percentage of of cocoa or cacao. So. No, are those the same thing? Cocoa n- and cacao? Not quite. Very similar, but not quite. So cocoa is it's usually processed, which is called Dutch the Dutch process, Dutch process. You probably read on the back, it'll say 100% Dutch processed cocoa. Um, it's just one little step in processing further. They, I, I don't remember if it's a heat treatment or some sort of chemical treatment, not as severe as like bleaching or anything like that. It's still fairly good for you. It's not like, oh, cocoa powder sucks. It's terrible for you. No, it's just one further step. Um, but cacao is pre it's pre-Dutch processing. You can consume cacao. You don't need that processing. What what the Dutch process does is makes it more um, makes it tastier for the general public. Mm. Most people, it, it mellows out the um, bitterness and the acidity. Is what it does. The well, flavor. Cacao is a very strong flavor. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, for the, of the of the very dark chocolates I've had. Are, are what you're saying is if it's fifty percent cacao, is the other fifty percent cocoa butter is that it, how- the other 50 percent is other thing it, it's a mixture yeah okay. it's everything else okay. uh that's why when the the healthier form of if you're gonna buy a chocolate bar mm-hmm. is really if you if you if you say i'm eating chocolate for my health well if it's not 85 percent or up no you're not <laughs> no you're absolutely not you might think you are <laughs> But your pancreas disagrees with you. Yes. It's going insulin, insulin, insulin. Because the sugar is usually what's made up of the rest. Or, or milk. They yeah. add you know, milk, chocolate, things like that. So cocoa butter, I'd like to talk about cocoa butter. You can you can actually buy cocoa butter by itself. Most people think of cocoa butter, they go, oh, yeah, for my dry skin. I rub it on my 
skin. You can eat cocoa butter. Now, I'm not saying you buy cocoa butter lotion and eat it because they've probably added all kinds of things, scent and preservatives to it. No, you can buy raw cocoa butter on Amazon or probably at a health food store, and it's it's sort of an off-white, um, well, it looks like butter. It's just a little drier huh. to the touch. It's not going to get oily immediately. As it gets hot, it will. But it's just um, it's just this kind of off-white, chunky block. Usually it's broken up in a bag. Um, it's very good for you. It's a good fat. It's it's a, mostly made up of saturated and monounsaturated fats. That's sort of the breakdown of it. Very low in polyunsaturated fats. And the reason cocoa butter is considered, in some circles, right, nutrition's hotly debated, but in some circles is considered a good source of fat is the acid content. It's uh, palmitoleic, stearic, and oleic acids and palmitic acids. It has a lot of acid profile. It has a, like a, a wide array. And the basic breakdown of why those are good, anti-inflammatory in some studies, heart healthy in some studies, um, some uh, anti-cancer, you know, things like that. And good for your skin. It's good for your skin. And That's this why is, people put it on their skin. And this is in cocoa butter. Cocoa butter. Yeah, this is the fat part of cocoa. So cacao doesn't have, once you extract the cacao, the dark part, the black, like what we associate chocolate with, that brown or black color, that is where the antioxidants come in. So the antioxidants and, and the polyphenols that are associated, they say, I eat chocolate for antioxidants, right? That's the cacao. That's the dark part of the chocolate. Um, that's what makes a chocolate dark. So if you eat white chocolate, you're getting zero of those because there's no cacao in it. That's why it's white. White chocolate is mostly milk, sugar, cocoa butter, and probably some other emulsifier like lecithin. <laughs> it's it's and vanilla, right? Strong vanilla. It's delicious. But the reason it's so rich and sweet is because it's mostly sugar. It's not good for you. So fascinating. So uh, let me just recap real quick. Yeah. Chocolate you get you get from. Cocoa beans. Cocoa beans, yeah. Cocoa beans. And in cocoa beans, you have cacao and cocoa, and, butter. Co and cocoa butter. And they're separated in the process. Now, typically, they are put back together. And you might go, why did they separate them in the first place? Well, they need them to be in a malleable form. They need them to be liquid. So, like, to make a bar out of it, to make that pleasant texture. So, And there's also other things like shell and husk and, see, you know, like bits of things you don't want. So that process of separating gives us more control when we make food out of it. So the chocolate bars that we see in the stores, mm -hmm. it's made up of cacao and cocoa butter. And you hope. You hope, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But ideally. Ideally, yeah. Ideally. Those are the base ingredients. Cacao and cocoa butter. Yeah. And then, you know, what we're looking for when trying to choose a healthier option mm -hmm. would be, you know, what's everything else in it? What, yeah. And, then, and what's going to be – so when you're reading an ingredient – label typically the first ingredient is the most prevalent they ha i believe they still list them in order of what percentage of this item is this so if cocoa butter is the first ingredient the majority of the bar is cocoa butter and then in and as we go down that list further the very bottom that's why a lot of things say two percent or less of if you've ever seen that it's kind of a new thing i've been seeing on the nutrition label mm -hmm. on the ingredient list that's like the rest of the things they add to it and in what percentage so yeah Cocoa butter, cacao, and then what's what's else? What else is there? Milk, sugar. Milk is usually added. Milk chocolate. 
Um, now, milk chocolate is... It's got just milk added to that mix. Got it. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, and it's a sweetener. It's probably an emulsifier. Probably softens. Again, dairy can help with bitter flavor. It can help cut that. Sort of like dairy, when people eat spicy food, they want some milk to, to right. help. Similar, I think. It just kind of mellows out the flavor. It's why we put cream in our coffee. It mellows out that flavor. So milk chocolate tastes so balanced because of that. And then you go down, There's sometimes they'll add table sugar they'll add um like hershey like super processed chocolate almost has a waxy texture have you ever noticed that i have there's like a glossy waxy look i know it too well yeah yeah it's delicious i know it too well pleasant and it also helps resist melting so makes it easier to transport across you know wherever to the store so they'll they'll emulsify it with like um You'll see soy lecithin or sunflower lecithin, which is a weird ingredient. That's in, I believe, they put that in the in the factories because they'll melt the cocoa and shoot it through pipes in these mass, you know, the machines spit it out like Hershey Kisses. The lecithin helps the cocoa move through the pipes faster. That's really the purpose of lecithin. Isn't that a weird thing? That is like such an industrialist mm-hmm. way of doing it. Yeah, I mean, it's not like something where they... That it's not like less than is going to kill you. It's just right. we don't necessarily know the health impl- implications. So I try to steer clear of it. But it's not. I'm not saying right now avoid everything with soy less than because you'd be avoiding a lot, surprisingly. Um, but so that's sort of what happens. Now, what is my ideal chocolate? Yeah. If I were to eat, I, well, now I've gotten into making my own, which <laughs> we will. I will show you how to do sometime later, future future episode. Yes, it takes about total. 10 minutes to do it. Really? Yeah. If you don't include like putting it in the fridge to set, like to, to like set up and become hard like a chocolate bar. Okay. That's separate. But yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that later. My ideal chocolate is 100% actually, or 95%. I like 95% cacao. So it's really bitter, but there's a nice pleasant aftertaste that lasts a long time with that chocolate. And you just have to try it to experience it. And the other ingredients aren't sugar. The other ingredients would be stevia or monk fruit as the sweetener um, and cocoa butter. Now, I'm not going to say don't get milk in your chocolate again, but some people don't like dairy. And ideally, chocolate wouldn't need dairy, right? Like when I make mine, I don't add milk to it. I don't have to, and it's wonderful. Um, But I understand that maybe there's a need for it's more affordable, maybe things like that. So chocolate can be expensive, healthy chocolate. If you're like, well, what's a brand? My phone wants to join our conversation <laughs> about chocolate for some reason. The Google Voice is is eavesdropping. Thank you. <laughs> How rude. Google and I will be discussing that later. No chocolate for you. Um, but uh, the brand that I would look for would be um, Lily's Chocolate. I've brand. seen Lily's. Seen Lily's? Yeah, yes, it's kind of hard to find. You can find it. In like the, I would say Publix probably sells it. I see. I've I've seen it at Fresh Market. I'm sure Publix oh, yeah. has it. Um, yeah. Fresh Market has a great selection of chocolate. They do. Wow, they, massive selection. Yeah, actually, it's pricey, but it's delicious. So, so, so you know, ninety five percent cacao. Mm-hmm. Two, I got two questions. One yep. is, I feel like that's in a that's a an acquired taste. Oh yes. So it's going to take a little bit of time mm-hmm. to get used to. Yeah. And my second question is, it seems not bad for you, and I can eat as much as I want of it. Give me the like. Give me the truth. Yeah. Okay. The truth. The truth. 
the ideal amount of chocolate a day. Okay. This is if you're not in like a ketogenic state because chocolate is very fattening. Uh, is so 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 let's just do it. It's easier to, to visualize it. You buy a bar like Ghirardelli. They're in squares. Okay. It's like yeah. know, how many squares in a bar? Like eight to ten, something like that. Something like that. They're good sized squares. These aren't teeny little. Um, if I bought a bar, yay high, yay high. Uh, eat the top third or fourth at a time if it's high in cacao and low in sugar. At a time, like meaning... in a day. Okay, that's the ideal serving. Now, like I'm in a ketogenic state today, so I can afford to eat more fat, saturated or whatever. So if I made my chocolate, which is sugar free. I'm going to eat uh, a good amount more because I'm not as concerned about calories. But if you're if you're just wanting to eat co- chocolate for the health benefits, you could either eat high percentage um, chocolate bar, or you could buy raw cacao powder, put it in your coffee, oh, or put yeah. it in in like put it in a, a smoothie, and that's a great way to get it. That's even more concentrated because it's that's hundred percent. It's just what it is. It's got trace minerals and iron as well. It's fun. Uh, and, and can you mention... Oh, you, I'm sorry. You asked about too much. I don't want to forget that. Too much, yes. Too much. So if it's like raw cacao, it's kind of hard to get too much. Uh, the the There have been some studies to indicate it can be... A, you can have some issues maybe with your liver or one of the vital organs. But you have to exceed a, a large quantity. It's like four to six heaping teaspoons. Mm. And cacao is strong. Like you don't need it. It's very it's a lot. Yeah. It's very potent. So I mean unless you're like getting one of those little cooking containers of cocoa or cacao and just dumping a third of it into your smoothie, which is way too much. Uh, four to six heaping teaspoons is is plenty. Don't exceed that daily. So now one one more thing just to go over one more time is mm-hmm. is the health benefits are because of all the the acidic there's two there's so there's the fat from the fat side the cocoa butter side the the acid profile is got some some good scientific study behind it to indicate that it is good for heart health cholesterol inflammation the usual gambit of healthy fat okay. reasons the general reasons it's good for your skin um and uh now, if you decide to put cocoa butter on your skin, some people do that, be aware that it can clog your pores in your face. It can in some people. So not too much, not too frequently. Um, it is a good hydrator for the skin if you eat it or put it on, but that's just a little caveat about cocoa butter. And then the other side is the antioxidant side, the sort of um, the, the general free radical destroyer, that kind of thing, and that's going to come from the cacao, the dark, the dark part. So super interesting. Yeah, it's chocolate. a complicated food, actually. Very chocolate. complicated. Mm-hmm. Chocolate. It's wonderful. Well, guys, go out. Go, go to your local Publix, your local Fresh Market. Get yourself some ninety-five percent cacao. Yeah, that's true. Uh, now, Lilies, I will say, Lilies, they sweeten it with stevia. So you, if you get lower, I mean, you can afford to go lower in that percentage. They actually have a milk chocolate variety and those other ingredients. There's probably going to be some fat in there. How low would but, you go? Or could you go? Oh, on lilies, I don't know. That's a good question. But don't um, go below like seventy. If you're trying to get the antioxidants, seventy to one hundred percent. Okay. Just try to aim for that. Okay. And, and a, a good thing to do, like you said, it's acquired because it's like, oh, I hate the taste of Baker's chocolate, which is nothing but it's one hundred percent. You could start at fifty. Start at fifty. It's not great, but it's somewhere. And then the next, if you love chocolate, mm-hmm. just work your way down. Start at fifty. Eat your little serving every day. The next week, buy 65. Eat your serving every day. 
the next week you can and eventually you'll realize oh like your taste buds will acclimate and and you'll still love it just as much if not more once you get to the darker i'm to the point where i can almost eat baker's chocolate just i've done it before and i'm like man it's fine it's something <laughs> so baker's chocolate yeah people, i'm you know probably look crazy i'm just like it's so thick i'm just like <laughs> Mmm, yummy. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm like at 98%. I'm like, come on. <laughs> so, yeah. Dive into chocolate. 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 Swimming guys. pool full of chocolate. Guys, mm. show show this to somebody. Uh, <laughs> we're going to, like, honestly, this is a great dessert option once your tastes get acquired. Yes. Uh, soon we're going to have a video with Lucas going over the way he makes his own chocolate, which oh, yeah. I'm super interested in. But, uh, Lucas, thanks for the time today, man. Thank you. Dive into diet. Don't go away, guys, because we'll be back next time. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.